Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Davidson lives. That's the name of the podcast. Glad you can join us once again. I'm Mike, and uh, the guest host for the guest host uh, who's supposed to fill in for the co-host who's guest hosting this week, if that follows, is Jenny, my wife. Hello. Hello. And of course, uh, yeah, we appreciate you listening on uh, on Podbean. Of course, Spotify is another venue, and of course, uh, you can always like the Mike Davidson Facebook page. Follow me on Twitter. Mike Davidson lives to tweet. Or you can follow him home. No, we don't encourage that. Uh, <laughs> Hazel is our audience of one in the background there. We uh, Initially, initially uh, uh, Jenny was not going to host, but now she is because the co-host, uh, the guest host this week, feeling under the weather, we do wish this person a speedy recovery. And for those who expressed ish, uh, interest in co-hosting down the road, we are looking to add some uh, voices for future topics, so hold tight. Uh, try to work all that out in due time. Speaking of work, uh, this morning, going to the pumpkin patch with the kids. Uh, get there. Uh, me, Lana, and Hazel. Me, one adult. Them, two young kids. Um, the, the the pumpkin patch had like six wagons to bring wag- uh, pumpkins with them uh, when, you, when you buy them. Uh, there are six wagons, 20 freaking families. And, of course, uh, the five adults with the one kid always had the wagon. Whereas me, I've got my hands full. So this was going to be uh, me, me going back and forth from the pumpkin uh, field to the car and getting them. Separate wait, orders. Separate orders. Well, that didn't happen because we go out into the pumpkin field. First of all, Hazel Hazel did not like it at all because of all the vines. Uh, well, yeah, those things are thistly. They she hurt. Was, she was scared. She was like, ah! Like, so, so that didn't really... Uh, that didn't really go well and i'm talking to lana and lana did a good job cutting her pumpkin and i got hazel to cut hers and i helped them oh you did but i was like okay guys go find the big pumpkin and they both opted for small pumpkins that's fine if that's what they want that's fine but it kind of gave me a a kind of an inside look at the uh the the little girl psyche and kind of the difference between boys believe it or not there's a difference between boys and girls right uh, when I was a kid, like I just said, big pumpkins. The bigger, the better. They wanted w- pumpkins that were cute. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, Lana does like that big honking cardboard cutout of the Hulk at the library, so that's not exactly true. No. But she does it, like big things. But when it comes to pumpkins, they go with cute. They're, yes, they they're, do. they're thinking that. And we can't take him to Hobby Lobby now. No. Cause they're going to pick out everything that's cute. But that's that's the thing though. It's just like uh, when when you're one parent, you got two little kids or three or three. Mike, hard hard to juggle sometimes, ain't it? Yeah. Yeah. See, thank you, Hazel. But yeah. uh, but that was that was kind of my experience at the pumpkin patch this morning. And next year you have to go with us. I don't know. It depends if I wake up at two thirty in the morning again. Yeah, well, Back to the Future's a, Back to the Future's a pretty nice. That's actually a really choice. good movie. Yeah. I've never seen it's it before, choice. and I started watching Just Like Heaven because I'm like, oh, okay, well, this I haven't seen it for a while. Just Like Heaven, which one's that? Um, oh, with uh, Mark Ruffalo. Since we're talking about the Hulk, okay. and also Reith uh, Witherspoon. Okay, so it's a chick flick. Reith. Reith. A Reith of Witherspoon. Yes. Reith Witherspoon. <laughs> whoa! Whoa! Well, no. I didn't mean to say that. 
Well, there goes the PG-13 rating on this podcast. I'm sorry. That was a total accident. I'm so blushing. I I apologize all these eight people who download the episodes. I know. Now you've offended them. You're like Eli freaking man. Well, let's talk about that. Okay. I'm already apologizing. Hasn't uh, even been 10 seconds. Yeah, he uh, he had to apologize sheepishly as uh, the article goes. Uh, I came home Monday night um, and I was already in the middle of the Cowboys eagles game and of course the cowboys are just thumping philadelphia i tried to watch the manning cast on espn too because peyton and eli have a little bit of a quarterback experience in the national football league mm-hmm. uh I, I liked what they were saying but i could not watch it because it was glitchy they're each at their own respective mansions and it's streaming as the this manning mansion yeah and and so it was really glitchy so i had to you know flip over to espn and listen to the blowhards describe the game but uh, uh your favorite what skip bayless or no 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 they, they, they i hope to god they never let him near a sports uh, a broadcasting booth because it's already bad enough he's got a sports talk show um but I guess there was a little bit of a controversial uh, thing in the beginning of the Manning podcast because he was they, uh, both Peyton and him were talking with Chris Long, who's played football, and uh, you know Eli played in the NFC East, New York Giants, and with New York, Philadelphia, Dallas, and Washington, they have some obnoxious fan bases. They've been around for a while. Your favorite kind of people. Oh, God. Obnoxious. Obnoxious. That's why you love our kids so much. But but Eli Manning was describing how he walked into Philadelphia, like he's going into the stadium, and a nine-year-old flipped him off. And he didn't just say, a nine-year-old flipped me off. He was more like, <laughs> and like Eli's making this weird face sticking well, up. Well, he's a younger sibling, right? Yeah. He's sticking up both middle fingers in front of the camera, just kind of reenacting this without thinking. And, you know, because he's just giving them a flavor of what's going on. And of course, I think like some... we've never been flipped off. Before. Oh no, and and of course there were some parents that were a little upset about it, and he apologized. He's just a, the, the the spirit of the moment. He's describing what happened to him. But I'm thinking to myself, okay, if a nine year old Eagles fan is flipping him off, who did he learn that from? Uh, good old mom and dad. Yeah. Probably his father. He probably, yeah, like, to borrow a line for the Christmas story. But, I mean, that, that, first right there. Yeah. And knowing these East Coast teams and this Texas team that are in the same division, how obnoxious, again, those fan bases can get. I mean, that's, that's nothing. And if, if, if you're letting your kids stay up to watch it, chances are it's because you're a fan of one of these teams. And chances are you have said and done things to that TV watching your oh, team I, for I, those kids. I've seen you yeah. and heard you watch a game. I, I had like, to you bite. You can't talk like that in front of kids. I know. And I, there's times where I have to bite my lip and like kind of go into a pillow. because No, you smack Colts. things. You, no, you I go. smack my knee. Yeah. Well, yeah, I smack my hands, but it's like not like I'm going. And you scowl at the same time. Yeah. I don't say mf or anything like that you know i have times. a i have a gif of you watching a colts game with lana when she was like a couple months yeah old. we should probably download that on your I, page yeah i or should something. put that on there but because it's painful to watch but she's just happy as clam but but all these parents uh you know who are okay with their kids staying up past nine on a school night to see a, a former football player uh, excuse finger. me i stayed up past nine to watch wrestling okay, okay. And you saw stone cold steve austin do the same damn thing yes yeah and okay. that was cool. When you was that your first experience though, seeing the middle finger no. as a kid? Uh-uh. <laughs> well, 
Where did you see that from? Uh, definitely not my mom. No. It was my dad. It was your dad for sure, yeah. Oh, yeah. I Yeah, I'm thinking my mom. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I heard her around your sister, and she's just dropping F-bombs left and right. Yeah, well, that's my sister, and it just kind of brings out the devil in her. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, when I first... Uh, it, I probably saw her give the finger while driving. Oh, yeah. Pop culture-wise, I don't know. I, I kind of think back to Spaceballs, that scene where John Candy, his bar, flips off the guards going... Uh-huh, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think sort of, of I think of Sally Field in um, Smokey and the Bandit, where yeah. he does, when he comes around, and it was it called, like, doing a donut or something, and she mm. goes... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they drive off. Yeah. Like, whistles and flips them off. Yeah. <laughs> But you're going to see it eventually, and chances are, uh, any parent that's upset about that, you know, your kid's probably seen somebody else give the finger mm -hmm. before Eli. And, and again, he apologized, so whatever. But one thing I know kids do more than parents. Mm. Back when uh, D-Generation X was a thing, the suck oh, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that happening in school. I'm like, yep, get in trouble. Say, I would say that's worse than giving the finger. Suck it. Because, okay, uh, you know, F you is just like, oh, just get lost. Or, you know, just, up, you know, whereas. Get out here, kid. You're bothering yeah, me. Yeah, suck it. I mean, that's, that's a little mm, more explicit. A little bit more involved. But uh, that yeah. was some of the trouble that Eli Manning got into. Uh, I, I kind of want to shift gears to another athlete who's not in trouble, but uh, he doesn't want any trouble, and that would be Shaquille O'Neal. I guess he was doing an interview not too long ago. And he, I guess, renounced his celebrity status. He does, and he's saying that he doesn't want to be associated with celebrities because, as a group, they're kind of crazy. Well, being a celebrity is an achieved status. It's not ascribed. Ascribed status is when uh, you're right. you're born into a certain status, mm -hmm. and of course, achieved status is something that you can move up into, right, or move down from you know right I, I just it was it was kind of a weird quote at first because Shaquille O'Neal he's a Hall of Fame basketball player with championship rings he's on TV he does commentate for basketball he has the general Papa John's icy hot commercials. Kazam. he was in Kazam blue chips he was in steel I mean he's cut rap albums I mean the, the movies <laughs> he the, tried he tried <laughs> because that's what Kazam was all about oh my rapping. god yeah what Wait, a genie. Yeah, we're, what a great movie that was. But I mean, I actually do like it. It's uh, the the music in the movies. Like like he did more more of that in the early part of his career. I think he's more comfortable doing the basketball stuff and the commercials. And he's he's a likable spokesman. So that it's it's kind of weird for him to be saying I don't want to be celebrity when he's doing it. But at the same time, I kind of get it because. You know, he wants to be more of a positive force in the world. Like, he does a lot of these uh, charities with Papa John's, and he, he does uh, do some really cool things. And from what I can tell, at least in his later years, Shaquille O'Neal seems to be a better guy. But then, you know, people are like, well, he's on TV a lot, and he's like, well, that's his job. But you look at, like, uh, people like, uh, uh, what is it, Ashton Kutcher, Mila Kunis, who, uh, who uh, yeah, the eye roll. Uh, who say, well, we don't shower every day. And I think Jake Gyllenhaal said something like this. And they're, like, they're just talking about, we, yeah, showering every day, We, it's bad for your skin. and uh, it's, it's I don't bad shower every day because I don't have freaking time. Or you're too damn tired. Or it's, And I don't have freaking time. Yeah, it's it's not necessarily because, oh, I'm trying to save the planet or whatever. Which is cool. But, okay, my point with them, because yeah. I'm kind of getting off track here, but my point with them is it's easy 
for them to do that. But do they turn off the, the water in their fountains and the sprinkler oh, system and the swimming pools? Because to me, after a long day of work or if you wake up the next morning and you're like, I forgot to shower last night, it's therapeutic. It's not just cleaning you. It's it's just like, oh, my God, I feel a little more mm-hmm. relaxed. But if you have more than uh, two showers in the day, you do feel kind of dirty. Yeah. But, but celebrities say a lot of weird things. And so I get what Shaquille O'Neal was driving at. You don't want to be associated with just being a nut job. It would be nice, kind of nice just to be a famous guy on TV who does nice stuff and at the end of the day those not cele- say silly things. Those celebrities are, hey, I know you. You're from that movie, right? And those are the kinds of people you want to hang out with. Right, right. Like, uh, oh, was it the, the pirate from um, Dodgeball? What's his name? Oh, oh. Adam Tiddock. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Steve the Pirate. Yeah, Steve the Pirate. <laughs> That'd be an odd one to have, uh, you know, have a beer with. Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk. Did I yeah. say Steve Tudyk? Was I, I think it's Steve Zahn. I'd like one to those... hang out with him, too. Yeah. I wouldn't mind hanging out with Shaquille O'Neal. I mean, he seems like a nice dude. I wouldn't have mind having a beer with him. I, I... He would change more light bulbs than you because he's... Oh, he's a little taller, yeah. A little and, taller. I t- and I tell you what, I wouldn't mind hanging out with Charles Barkley either, even though he's been known to get into a barroom brawl or two. Mm. But... That's why I would go and hang out with him and see who's, uh, whose butt he would kick. And I no- Notice I said butt and not ass in front of the d- girl. Thank you so much because I totally know. canceled that out. Oh, man. Partial credit. Okay. so But you can read more about Eli and uh, Shaquille, their respective uh, stories on the Mike Davidson Facebook page. Up next, Mike Davidson gets a tattoo on air. Oh, yeah. My, my little girl who I just swore in, uh, in front of is uh, tattooing my hand with, uh, with a big pen. But uh, speaking of art... Uh, in the Netherlands, uh, you, you know how sometimes things are called art and it's questionable? Oh, we're so stupid, we think this is art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. I'm convinced stupid people run museums. Stupid people. Stupid people that think everything is art. Because apparently this museum... This is art. Uh, ...gave $84,000 to an artist for two canvases on which this artist put nothing on. And the artist says uh, this is a protest in terms of uh, the minimum wage around the world. So I'm thinking $84,000 is the minimum wage for a hack artist. That's a nice gig to get if you can get it and do nothing at it. But I mean, that's the thing is like, you can look at something and say it's not art. If I was to show somebody a, that's art. She, my my wife's holding up uh, something my my little girl just drew, which is just a bunch of ink scribblings on an index card. My little girl did more work on that index card than this artist did. Lazy mother. Yeah. Okay. See you self censored. Whereas I just dump. Said, <laughs> dump. But yeah, the, the, this is a protest of minimum wage. Well, you did minimum effort and got so he was a protesting minimum wage, like the wage increase, or protesting to get a wage increase. Well, I think just that people are underpaid overall. This is true. You know, yes, but if you're going to protest that, why not draw something that shows that? Why not do your job? Yeah, I know. This almost seems like a scam. That's. Oh, that's what this artist is. A scam artist. Ooh, that's oh, baby. That's good. Oh, man, I'm inspired. Maybe I'm an artist. 
Nah. Nah, no, no. Okay, but uh, that you can read more up on that on the Mike Davidson Facebook page. In fact, I got that story from your sister, by the way. You're a case jockey. I am a, yes. Uh, you no. got, oh, you got that from Janelle? They're <laughs> yes, like, did, did she send it to you? Well, she posted it somewhere, and I was like, that would be kind of a nice thing to point out. It's uh, how, hacky, how hacky artists can be. So there's that. And uh, now, before we get into the heavy topic uh, that uh, is kind of the theme for this week's episode, uh, so something a little more lighthearted to kind of be easy in uh, in regards to Halloween here. And I got something up from The Takeout, which is a food-driven website. Oh, that's cute. Uh, see, yeah, a little something uh, light before we get into the edgy. Uh, it's a state-by-state map of these here United States and uh, their favorite candies. Indiana, kind of respectable. I, it wouldn't be my go-to, but peanut M&Ms. Oh, those are pretty good. Yeah, they're pretty solid. Um, you, you know, them or regular M&Ms, that's fine. Uh, that's number one. In Ohio... Uh, Ohio, you, uh, you're you after my heart. Uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Those are pretty solid. Uh, Skittles, popular throughout the South. Up yeah. In, up in, like, you know, we're talking uh, Georgia. We're talking uh, Alabama, Arkansas. See, mm. the Southern runs real strong with me. Yeah. And I Michi- love Skittles. Up the road, Michigan, it is Kit Kats. But, I mean, if, if you had a chance to, you know, buy your favorite candy in bulk. Mm-hmm. Would it be Skittles? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. However, I choke on them because I can't chew them as well as I did. Okay. My TMJ is super bad. Okay. And I can't chew as well as I did. So I love Skittles, um, Nerds, uh, Gummy Bears, Gummy Worms. Anything right. like fruity, fruity is definitely in for me. Well, a lot of, a yeah. lot of fruity candies down in Florida. or Yeah. yeah <laughs> down in the south. Um, Florida's just its own. Yeah, well, they got Jolly Ranchers, which are good, but those things are terrible on your teeth. Like, they, they taste great, but, man, you, gotta, you have to suck on those. You can't chew them. But Oops. But, okay, if you had a chance to buy your favorite candy in bowl, mm-hmm. without the TMJ issues, it would be Skittles? Tropical Skittles. Okay. That's my favorite. Reese Cups here. There are a couple of states that are uh, questionable here in mm-hmm. the, that regard. Is it that crappy strawberry candy? No, well, might as well be. In in West Virginia, the number one candy, candy corn. Mm. I like candy corn, but it, I don't love It's like, oh, it's in a dish. Oh, it's Halloween. I'll take a handful of candy corn. It's not like, man. Ah, it's stale. Man, I could really go for some candy corn right now. See you later, Twix and Snickers. You know, it's it, it's just like the nickelback of candy with me. I don't mind it. There are people that absolutely love it and hate it, hence the nickelback reference. Uh, but if you had a chance, no. Um, uh, what was Colorado black licorice? Ew, my nana loved black licorice, but I can't stand it. I like black licorice jelly beans, but I again I wouldn't buy them in bulk. And plus, isn't there something with black licorice where if you eat a whole hell of a lot of it, it over time, it can kill you? Toxicity, yeah, acute toxicity. There was a dude that died up, I think, in Massachusetts two years back because that's all he ate for like two weeks and he died. Yeah, because there's something in that cat. Like yeah. you have to eat a buttload of this stuff to for, do something like that. Yeah, if you have too much of anything, it can be toxic for you, which is mm-hmm. why they say all in moderation. Right. Even, right. like, if you drink too much water, it's hyperhidrosis. Oh, so it's not just drowning. Correct. It's okay. hyperhidrosis. Uh, Wait, and, no. Is that hyper-sweating? It's hyper-something. Like Finally, Oklahoma 
has chosen the worst possible candy, in my opinion. Hold on. What do you think Oklahoma's favorite friggin' candy is? Uh, hold on. Probably blackjack gum like my mom likes. Oh, well, that's pretty terrible. No, circus peanuts. My dad loves those. He does? He already did? I mean, he did. Yeah. See, like, I could eat just one of those. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. by the second one, you're you're pushing the bounds toward type 2 diabetes because it's hey, just so sugary. He was diabetic. He was di- but he that was what, type 1? He was No. Born? No? No. Holy crap. Okay, I'm... But, but those things were so sweet to the point where I, it was disgusting. I can taste them right now just yeah. talking about them. No, but I mean, if you had a chance to get something good, it wouldn't be those three candies, I would think. No. I remember he would always go to Big R mm-hmm. and uh, Free Plug and um, <laughs> and uh, get Circus Peanuts. And my mom said, this candy's disgusting. <laughs> well, she and I agree. Weird. <laughs> on something. Yeah. It's, a, it's on also the Mike Davidson Facebook page. A little something to kind of Speaking pregame. Speaking of candy, I had uh, Reese Cups on the way over here. <laughs> oh, thank you for bragging about that mm-hmm. and bringing me none. That's right, because you keep forgetting, you know, stuff for me. All right, let's get to the. <laughs> I always do. Uh, let's get <laughs> yes, to the uh, uh, the edgy part of the show, and it's uh, discussing uh, haunted places in Indiana and Ohio. If you live elsewhere, that's fine as well. But I mean, th- this is a little different from ghost encounters. These are just like okay, okay. there's a, a haunted seminary up the road or seminary. <laughs> Seminary, cemetery, uh, a haunted Chuck E. Cheese, I don't know. But just a place in your neck of the way where things are a little spooky. And you initially didn't want to do this, and that's why we had the guest host lined up. But now you're guest hosting for the guest host. Just kind of kind of explain without okay. getting too nervous here. Okay. Well, I definitely believe in respecting mm-hmm. the spirits, either um, benevolent or malignant. I just want to stay away from them. Right. But um, the last time I tried to record an episode of Paranormal Witness right after we had moved in and mm-hmm. gotten, you know, cable. Right. Um, a mirror that we had for a long time in my family crashed on the floor. Wow. And mom checked that twine. She said, that twine was good. Mm. She's like, it, was, it wasn't frayed or anything. And the nail was still on the wall, and it just crash. A little freaky. Yeah, I thought it was a burglar when when it happened. Yeah, you did. We, we but, were um, both ner- we were both nervous. Well, itself. yeah, because we we had a uh, Lana. She yeah. was just a baby, and I think Hazel was still just a baby too. Right. It was. It was. If, it was a that. couple years back. Yeah. It, yeah, it was a couple years back. But uh, I I took Paranormal Witness off my DVR, and I said nope. And also, too, the last time I watched Paranormal Witness back in E113, mm-hmm. I remember going to bed and having this entity, like I could see my breath, having this entity like oh. blow cold air on my neck, pull my hair and oh. push on my chest. So it was something spooky. Oh, man. And so- yeah. Well, I think I think if somebody called it, I've heard this before, like old hag syndrome, or like if you're laying in bed, like sometimes people see like that, like an old woman, mm-hmm. kind of like a witch doing the same things that you were describing. Yeah, I mean they call it like per like was it sleep paralysis or something, something like that. Yeah. But I was just I just got done watching Paranormal Witness, and you know I definitely believe in respecting the spirit. So that's initially why. Yeah. I didn't want to do this because I don't want to bring any uh, negative energy in the house. 
Right. Because uh, I believe in that stuff. Right. And it's well, you know, we spooky. that's why we don't keep Ouija boards in the house either. Just, no, no. Our guest so said he was going to bring one. I said, no, you do that, and I'm no, going to throw you out no. the window. Now, with me, uh, if I know bad things happen in the house, even if there's no ghosts or evil entities or whatever, I just stay the hell away from it because there's just kind of that eerie vibe to it. Like, oh, that you, that, that house had three murders take place in it. When you step inside? No, not really. Nope. Um, uh, but one th- place I found out was close to my house by about three or four miles. Um, I was reading over the summer uh, The Devil in the White City, which is a great book, but it's a pretty creepy book. It's about the World's Fair in Chicago back in the late uh, 19th century. And at the time, there was a doctor by the name of H.H. H. Holmes. Not really his real name. Uh, but he constructed a building in Chicago where he may have killed anywhere from like a dozen to 200 people, up to 200 people, uh, mostly women, and I guess he went on the run and uh, committed an atrocity on the east side of Indy, like uh, in the, the little burb of uh, Irvington. And Irvington's kind of one of those uh, communities that's kind of one of those remodel, urban renewal type places now. Uh, but uh, the house in which the murder took place and the remains were found, uh, that is now part of a ghost walking tour. And. You know, as interested as I am about the paranormal, like I said, if I know a bad thing has happened in a house, I am going to stay the hell away from it. It makes sense. It makes sense. It's just, it's there's just a weird feeling about it. And yeah. that's, that's all there is to it. But uh, in Fort Wayne, quite a few places are haunted, apparently. Uh, you, you actually work not too far from one. What? Main Street itself. Main Street, Fort Wayne, Indiana, US of A is haunted. Uh, by a, a an entity known as the Woman in White, and uh, the, I guess they say it, it looks like she's wearing a bridal gown that she'll walk down the street, and people will watch her jump into the river from one of the bridges. I don't care if you're dead or not. I don't know why anybody would jump into the river. You know what I mean? Uh, you've well, never heard that? No, I haven't. You've been here five and a half years. That's the first time you've heard of that. Yep. The, uh, the only thing I like to take away from downtown Fort Wayne is the fact that I work there. And that's about it. Okay. Bruick Road, not too far from us. Apparently there are light orbs. And the closer you try to get to these light orbs, they disappear. But like white Well, they colored... say the same thing about Okie Pinocchie. Right. That, and Okie Pinocchie is just outside of Peru, Indiana, where it's kind of haunted. It's like, uh... it's like, a, like a little state. Park, yeah, but it's not like really. Little, it's yeah, it's kind of a weird. Like you have to find it. It's yeah. between two farm fields, and you get back into mm-hmm. a grove of trees, and there's kind of a Blair Witch feel to it. A little bit. A little bit. There's but, also the Wabash River, which we saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Whitley County Jail is uh, purportedly uh, in uh, Columbia City, haunted by a person that uh, was hung there. Yeah, that's probably for something uh, you know, like shoplifting, right? No, I don't know. No, okay. it's Whitley County. <laughs> uh, the Embassy Theater here in Fort Wayne. I can see that. Yeah, old old theaters. In fact, uh, uh, Matt uh, messaged me. Uh, I got you the knives. Uh, he messaged me. Uh, He's not how, haunted. Just so no. You know. The Murat Theater down in Indianapolis is uh, haunted, apparently. But it, like old theaters, because you have so many people go in, and there's kind of that you know the backstage, the catwalk, everything's dark. Oh, like Phantom of the Opera? Yeah, I think there's a little bit of that. Uh, The Brookside Mansion here in town is haunted. Uh, Lindenwood Cemetery, the big cemetery. Makes sense. Makes sense, yes. Uh, The Lincoln Bank Tower downtown. 
Uh, it's, um, I guess uh, there are reports every floor is haunted by at least one ghost. So there's a different ghost per floor in the Lincoln Tower. Wow. Man, even even when you go in, I guess. I'm getting weirded out by this. All right. Uh, well, here's one that's really weird. And I don't know how you would visit this, but I guess in the Lutheran Hospital here in town, like there's a... a, a Which one? I want to say downtown. St. Joe? I think so. Yeah. I think so. But apparently if you take the basements into the basement, or the stairs into the basement, and the lights are off, you keep walking. It's a perpetual stairway. Outside of being an employee of the hospital, why in the hell would you want to go into the basement? Again, I've been in that hospital once, but uh, no thanks. No thanks. Yeah. I... I didn't even like going into the basement in my own house, and that's where my bedroom was. And I sometimes like it because like it was a split level, so my room was kind of submerged. It was like okay, you know, it three feet into the ground basically, but like the crawl space was next door, and I always got kind of weirded out by the crawl space. Mm-hmm. I and anytime we had to pull the Christmas tree out of the crawl space, ugh, no, thank you. And I think it was more or less because of spiders, not because of ghosts. Um, let's see, some other places. Uh, looking at the Mike Davidson Facebook page. What is haunted? Devil's Hollow, also here in Fort Wayne. I guess there's an old burnout witch house here in Fort Wayne. No? No? You... Again, I'm I'm not talking about a lot of this stuff. Okay. Don't be surprised uh, if you another, get silence. Uh, another Brewick Road one. Uh, the Williams County uh, Nettle Lake in Ohio, apparently haunted by a guy that beats a war- Indian war drum before a thunderstorm. And the reason he does this, uh, his ghost, I guess, is trying to conjure up the Indian ghosts to help him find the treasure. But if you can't take things into the spiritual realm, why are you trying to conjure up ghosts if you yourself are, is a, are a ghost? Mm. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, the Tuberculosis Hospital Mental Ward in Lima, Ohio. The Mansfield Penitentiary is haunted. That's uh, uh, a little further down the road, like two hours away from here, Mansfield, Ohio. But here's what's interesting about Mansfield, Ohio is like that's where they hold incarnate uh, was it incarceration incarceration that's it basically it's a big one of those big louder than live type of rock shows that go on for like two or three days hmm. and they're holding it in a haunted place and I th- it just always seems like okay old hospitals and old jails are always haunted but that said why in the hell does anybody go into those places mm-hmm. exactly uh, let's see. Was there anything else here? In nope. Tra- nope. <laughs> I just want to get the... Oh, uh, uh, Rob Haywood. I dropped a demon in the men's bathroom of a Speedway in Fisher's I'm last week. I'm taking my headphones off now. So it's probably still scary in there. That's what did it. That's what broke you. Uh, oh, you you posted something. The Armstrong uh, Street uh, Street House in Kokomo. Yeah, my uncle lived on Armstrong. That, did he live near that house as all this crap was happening? I don't know. You can ask him because I'm not. Okay. You're not. <laughs> Is it because of that or just because he's family? And no, it's just because of it's spooky and you know close well, to I home. Think they, I think they tore that down though. I don't know. No, but you, you made it through. Congratulations. Mm. <laughs> oh God. I, you know what? Blood is thicker than spooky stories. So I know, I know it is. And if if this really upsets you, I give you permission to slap the person who missed out on this. Uh, no, I think I'm gonna get mad at you for sticking with it. Oh my god! 
Well, it, it, to be fair, I'm not climbing into old tuberculosis hospitals uh, looking for trouble. Uh-huh. Yeah. I I find trouble here. Uh, but that's uh, that's it for we uh, for the first installment of Haunted Spooky Places. Uh, next week will be a little lighter. We're going to go with uh, uh, good scares or scares gone wrong as long as it's not fake pregnancies, faking death, or uh, somebody getting killed. Because sometimes things like that happen, apparently. So if you pulled a good scare, or, or if you botched one, or maybe somebody did that to you, and it's funny, again, just uh, message us. Twitter, of course, Mike Davidson lives to tweet. Facebook as well. Thank you for listening on Podbean or Spotify. Until later, talk to you later.